0: Today we thought we would approach the topic of balance. It used to be one of those topics that everyone talked about and everyone loved and work-life balance was like the new thing. I think it's lost its sexiness over the years and I think a lot of people struggle with the idea and concept around balance. But what we really want to talk about today is the reality. Why is it important to make sure we have balance? What does that even mean and how do we, you know, have some tactics and some strategies to navigate that in our life? What do you think, Laura?
1: Yes, I like it. I love this. You know, it is a complicated relationship that we, many of us have with work-life balance, because I think it's something that we want to achieve. And we're hopeful that we can find that magical balance. And yet then we're frustrated and a little resentful when we feel that we haven't found it. So this conversation, I, I think is really important because What's the reality around that? And one of the big myths that I find many people have about work-life balance is sort of that perfect balance of, you know, this equal allocation of time. Like I've got this much over here on work and this in family, and I'm somehow like holding all the balls up in the air evenly. And, you know, that is going to lead us definitely to disappointment because it's not about that. It's more of, you know, what's important to me in this moment, like I want to spend more time with my family. So do I have support at work so that I'm getting more of that connection at home? And therefore I feel in balance because I'm meeting my needs in this moment and finding, you know, and and finding that that flows. And there are other times I want to be at work and I want to be really creative in the world. And so I need more support, maybe at home with the family, you know, just as an example. So it's constantly changing. It's not static.
0: Yes, I think that's really good, and I and I think that is a great place to start because I think we have to define and offer a viewpoint for what balance is. You know, I know that for myself over the years, exploring this topic for decades actually, You know, what I really came to understand is, you know, sometimes we think of balance as like 50-50 or if we have three things we're trying to balance, it's, you know, 33-33-33. But that's not really how balance is. I believe balance is a feeling and it's really how we feel. Do we feel balanced or do we not feel balanced? And, you know, is that in terms of our life and our social life and our business and our fulfillment and our freedom, like what does the balance feel like? To us. And when we define it from that viewpoint, we're able to create a much more sustainable strategy for balance. Whereas I think when we're trying to do it in our head as a concept, like I'm going to balance everything. I'm going to make sure I do 50% work and 50% life. Like that doesn't work because it's not really necessarily our framework for balance or our definition of balance. And so first we have to start with what that feels like for us.
1: Mm, Such a good point. And just, you know, to your point, it's different for everyone. And we don't have one static formula that we can follow. Because so-and-so saying that they're balanced. We can't follow whatever that is that they're doing because we all have different needs. We have different priorities. And these things ebb and flow through our lives. And I think that's important. Like What you found was maybe feeling really balanced in your 20s, right? It's not going to be the same in your 30s. It's not going to be the same in your 40s or 50s. So thinking about like when do we reevaluate? Are you still stopped trying to do the same kind of balancing act that you did a decade ago when it doesn't even make sense you anymore (laughs) to be managing all those things. Like actually, that's not even a priority for me. So why am I spending time and energy on that thing in my life that I just would rather release and then re juggle and rethink about. And I think that one of the best pieces of advice I heard around balance actually came from a yoga teacher who made the point that we don't call it yoga perfect. We call it yoga practice. It's a practice. And that's because work life balance is so much the same it's not a goal it's not i'm going to achieve this thing it's actually a practice and it ebbs and it flows and it changes and you know i see more and more people also using the word integration which you and i use also to talk about you know it's not sometimes that balance of things like you see the scales measuring everything in this perfect balance it's like how well do i kind of integrate all these different things into my life so i feel whole i feel satisfied and supported.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a constant evaluation. And like you said, it is a practice. Like there's no static experience of Balance and there's no static understanding of what balance means for us because it's constantly changing. What we need in one moment is very different than what we need in the next moment. And so I think, you know, it's really about getting more clear and more aligned with who we are and what we need. Because, yeah, it, balance is really different for everybody. But I do feel like there is a point at which we can understand what balance feels like for us. And when we do, we're able to evaluate more clearly. So I know what balance feels like for me. And when I get out of balance, then I'm able to use that sort of reference point as, you know, a a way to make decisions, as a way to reevaluate, to change things up, to create strategies. And I think the reason why balance is so important important and why it is still a discussion that we need to be having on a daily basis as business owners is because, like, balance allows us to be sustainable. And any way we go, like, if we are unbalanced, oftentimes that doesn't lead to sustainability. It leads to a lot of challenge. Because what happens is if we, let's say we're all about being imbalanced in terms of our work. So we're doing a lot with our life, but we're not doing enough with our work. Well, guess what? Our work in business is not sustainable. If we're doing everything with our business, but we're ignoring our life, guess what? We're going to run ourselves into the ground. So that's not sustainable. So what we're talking about is understanding who we are and what we need for sustainability. Yes,
1: yes, yes. You know, and it's interesting because, you know, that point you made that if we don't know what balance feels like, we don't know when we're out of balance is so important. I think that people often think that it's something they're always chasing, but most likely you have experienced at some point And you, if you start paying attention, you notice, well, how does your body feel? How does your energy levels feel? What is your breathing like? Like, are you taking deep breaths or like shallow breathing You know, paying attention to how we feel um, emotionally and physically can give us that place, as you said, to return to. So I think that one of the main things that happens with my clients when they come in with depression and anxiety is that they've actually been in states of imbalance for quite a long time. And it was being in that state of imbalance and not knowing and not recognizing that led to the more symptomatic depression, anxiety, because at first imbalance can just look like, Oh, I'm not sleeping as well. And Oh wait, I'm like more irritated. I'm snapping at my kids. And you know, there's like these little things that start to happen that shows us, Oh, I'm out of balance right now. I need more nutrition. I need more sleep. I need more time to rest or whatever it is. Right. But we just keep working and pushing past it. We don't notice those little signs. And then it's like we wake up in this full blown, you know, paralysis possibly, just like, oh my God, I can't even get out of bed. I'm so over it. Like, I just don't want to even do this anymore. And, you know, my question is, yeah, how, how soon did you start noticing? Because the signs are there. They come on (laughs) earlier than you might think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I agree. And I think that that's really good actually to understand what your symptoms are, right? So each of us is so individually different. And this is why, you know, I think Laura and I talk about this a lot, that you can't design your business according to how someone else designs it. I mean, you can use people for inspiration to test things out yourself, but you are an individual that has different needs and different characteristics and different strengths and different weaknesses. And so you've got to design things from yourself. Well, the same is true of balance. We have to recognize what our symptoms are, and those will be different for some of us than for others, right? So sort of coming to an understanding and more awareness around when you start to teeter out of balance is so key because you can catch it quickly, you can rebalance yourself, you can recalibrate if you like, and then you don't totally spin off. I mean, one of the things that I see in working with so many of my clients over the years is that, you know, it's almost like we can catch imbalance before it gets too bad and we can easily recalibrate, right? So like, you know, say, oh, for a couple days I was really off balance and then all of a sudden I recognize, oh, hey, I've been out of balance. Okay, today I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to slow down. And we're able to recalibrate pretty quickly. But what happens is when we've sustained such a long period of imbalance, it is much harder and it takes much more effort to rebalance ourselves. So learning to recognize our own symptoms for when we're, you know, in that imbalance Catching it, adjusting, and creating strategies for it early, it is so powerful in allowing us to be more sustainable, to never get in that really, really large, strong imbalance. Because the problem is, is that when we are imbalanced, oftentimes that hurts us on so many levels, right? Like it it hurts our family. It creates guilt for us. It hurts our business, right? When we're imbalanced and, you know, our business, we end up getting exhausted or we get sick or something happens and then we don't get as many sales and then it takes a lot more effort to get back into our business. So that sort of like feast or famine or that, you know, where we sort of push, 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 and then fall, those are not very sustainable practices. So this is really an important process, really, to understand what allows us to feel balanced, what we need as an individual, and how to create that in our business going forward.
1: Yes. And this is why you and I are such advocates for, you know, the stopping, the pausing, the quarterly retreats and such, like the things in your business that you slow down and you reflect. It's not only like, oh, I need to just slow down and manage my energy. It's it actually helps you check in and become more mindful in that moment of wait, how am I doing in this quarter? Like how how am I doing? How's my energy? How is my happiness? How balanced do I feel? Because if you're not paying attention to that in that first quarter, like you were saying, and then you keep waiting, you might have this big problem by the end of the year that's going to take that much more energy, whether it's an issue in your business or your own personal health. So, you know, this ability to practice self-care as a, like, foundation, a cornerstone of your business is so important because if you're not finding that, it's all energy management, and, you know, if you're not finding that time to bring energy in and everything is energy out, so we know that being an entrepreneur is a lot of energy out and it's a marathon. We've talked about this. It's not a short game. It's the long game. You know, all those different pieces, those are all relevant to this conversation on balance because if we aren't paying attention to energy management and making sure there's a balance between how much energy is going out and how much energy is coming in, then we're just not creating a sustainable foundation, as you said, for our businesses to grow, for us as people to grow.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, some of the questions I get is like, where do you start, right? Like, it's great to say this concept of, I need to be more balanced. Yeah, I get that, right? But where do I start, you know? And I think, for people who are already very, very out of balance, so let's sort of look at some different scenarios. If you're already really, really out of balance, you know it. You're Maybe you're pushing yourself way too hard. That's generally how most people recognize or at least say they're out of balance is they know they're pushing too hard. They're burning the candle at both ends. They're, you know, always feeling stressed and exhausted. They know they don't have enough time to fulfill themselves, to do things that make them really happy or to be with their family or whatever it is that's really important to them. They're really burning themselves out in their business. I think at that stage, the first thing you have to do is make a choice. Like you have to decide that you're going to choose balance because we can keep giving in to the patterns that tell us we can't slow down and we can keep feeding those patterns over and over and over again. But rarely is it a reality that we can't take some time to evaluate, to make changes, to decide different things. Rarely are we really at that point. It's more a perception that we can't stop, a perception that we have to keep going. And so we have to address that perception by making a choice to stop, by making a choice to slow down. Maybe that's just 30 minutes. Maybe it's like having a bath at the end of the day and sitting there for 30 minutes and really feeling, gosh, I'm feeling unbalanced. What can I do? What is one choice I can make today to bring some balance back into my life? You know, what is just one thing I can do? And so sometimes it's just starting there. Yeah. And it's such a good reminder that it is not –
1: a complete rehaul. Sometimes like people think, Oh, I just don't even know where to start. So I'm just not going to, it can be something small. Like you said, a, you just introduce a evening bath time where you make that a ritual and you make sure the kids all know, like mom's having a bath right now. <laughs> it's like, um, and, you know, just introduce that, or maybe once a week you start thinking, Oh, I think I'll do That yoga class down the street, that seems really, you know, I think I could slow down and, and again, this would be maybe the more gentle Hatha class, you know, being able to slow down. Or if you feel like you're, you know, sitting down in front of your desk, maybe that balance is like going to a vigorous vinyasa flow class, you know, thinking about where's your energy during the day, what's something you can introduce that gives you a little bit of that counterbalance. Like what is it that you need? Or maybe you eat out all the time because you're always busy at work and you have to just grab stuff from nearby your office. What if like you introduce one sacred meal a week, you know? So it's like little things that like, how do I nourish myself and what are some needs I'm not meeting on a regular basis? Is it time or is it fun time with friends, being playful, you know, having that, quiet time and just having a nice bath, whatever that is, thinking about like what's missing and I could just bring into my life just once this week, you know, it doesn't even have to be every day.
0: Yeah, that's right. And that's, it's really about baby steps. And, and I think, you know, (sighs) What's helpful is to reframe balance because I think what a lot of people do automatically is try to think what's out of balance and they do it from their head. So they just like, okay, well, I feel like I'm working 80 hours a week and I'm only home 20 hours a week, so I need to rebalance that time. What's actually a better thing is just to feel into what is, what do you need? What are you not getting? What are you missing? That would make you feel more balanced or more complete, right? That little question right there, really contemplating it can make a huge difference because sometimes it's just that we haven't really asked ourselves what we needed or we just ignored our needs. But normally there's like one or two things that come up right away when we look at that point. We can look at ourselves and say, Wow what am I missing right now? Gosh, I'm missing time in my body, right? So it could be like, I never get to the gym. I never um, swim. I'm not moving enough, right? I really, really need some more movement. Or it could be, I just never have time for myself. I don't want to be with the kids or the family or my partner or work. I just want to have time for myself. So I think, you know, it's really being able to get honest and clear about what we need, what we're missing, what we need, not what everybody else needs, not what our clients need, our partner, our family, our friends, friends, but what do we need?
1: I think that is such a great question to start with. Like you said earlier, when that person is saying, yeah, I know it's great, but what do I do now? That is the question. What is it that I am missing? What do I desire? What am I longing for? That just something that I'm just never giving myself right now. And I miss it. Like that's a really good place to start. And I also want to say, you know, that yeah, people can do drastic things to change their environment, to change their job. And guess what? If you're not intentional though, about shifting that, your mindset and your approach to yourself, it's still going to be a problem. So, I mean, I think you, Sonia, have had this experience as well. How many entrepreneurs have we worked with that left the high powered corporate sweet jobs to go be a balanced entrepreneur? right? To be like, ah, I'm going to not be on somebody else's timetable. It's going to be about my schedule and I can be with the kids more. And then if they aren't intentional, they go and recreate the same timetable and the same pressures (laughs) within their own business, because that was what they had gotten used to. They'd gotten conditioned to that. And so I want to point out, like, don't think you have to go change the world and the environment you're in. You just need to change your mindset. You know, think about how are you getting what you need? What is missing? And so you may be in a situation that feels like you can't change it. It's like, oh, this is upper management and these people I work with and all these timelines. It's like, I'm never going to be balanced. It's like, I bet there's something you can do that shifts it for you. Like how are you showing up differently to work? And how are you shifting that, you know, with, from that frame that, Sonia offered, like what's missing and how do I give it to myself more? And then sometimes it maybe it is something drastic. You decide to leave that environment and open your own business, but please be mindful of that because you'll just recreate all of the imbalances if you're not really being committed to yourself, right? It's like, this is that self-care that you recommit to for the sake of yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, like it's totally a decision. I mean, And I think it's exactly such an important thing you just said is that it is a mindset. I mean, and I see this time and time and time again, we are who we are and we take our patterns and our mindset with us wherever we go. So whether it's in a corporate job or your own business or your life, like you're taking the same patterns. And so oftentimes we don't realize that imbalance most of the time is a pattern. Right. It's not that any of us deliberately choose imbalance, right? I think our natural state is to be balanced. If you watch children, if you watch people who don't yet have all these sort of patterns in place, you often still see that they gravitate toward balance, right? They gravitate to their natural balance. But we have been conditioned to be imbalanced, and these are deep-seated patterns. So they can be patterns that we need to get approval. So we're imbalanced to get approval, or we're imbalanced. Balance to try to please people. We're imbalanced because we don't value ourselves enough. We're imbalanced because we want to be appreciated, like all of those things. And so it makes it really, really challenging to navigate because we don't recognize it's a pattern. And so then what we do as humans, right, is we first try to change everything outside of us. We change our jobs, as Laura mentioned, or we try to create the exact right calendar, or we, you know, like Do all of these things externally to control when really what we have to shift is a mindset. Balance is a mindset. Balance is a state of mind. Balance is a choice. And so we have – it has to start with that inside of us first. Yes. Yes.
1: That choice, that intention. And there's a wonderful saying that like where our intention goes, our energy flows. (laughs) right? So it's like, you're going to have more balanced energy and you're going to have more of that if you're really putting your attention there. So, you know, I think it's just really important that don't throw balance out completely, you know, like as far as like, this is unattainable. I think the message here for, you know, this conversation is balance is really important to our lives, to our businesses, to our times with our family. It's how we approach it. It's like setting it up as this another thing we have to be perfect at, another thing we have to achieve, that is only going to lead us feeling more imbalanced. Changing it more to a place of what am I missing? How do I support myself? How do I support my energy and create something sustainable? It just means I'm happier. I'm more expansive. I feel good. You know, what is it that I'm missing if that's not the state, if not the case? And, And how can I bring that in maybe once a month or once a week? You know, starting with those those baby steps. So I think that that is such a good even reminder for me as we're you know having this conversation. It's like there's always room too to kind of have a little an, an energy audit and to kind of look at where can we all bring in a little bit more of what we need.
0: That's right, and I think there's there's quite a few points as you were talking that I think would be great to address, and one of them is that. As we explore balance for ourselves, it really has to be individual. And so we mentioned this earlier, but I think it's really good to reiterate because what I see is so many women are creating their lives for others, right? So we strive to build in balance because our family needs something right you know so maybe our kids need more of us and therefore we think balance is getting to our kids more because that's what they need or our partner wants more time with us and we think that would be balanced by giving our partner what they need and so we don't recognize the subtle way in which we turn it around we make it about what everyone else needs and what everyone else wishes, what everyone else believes, like in terms of what balance means. And so, you know, just to reiterate, it's so important that you are honest and, you know, do the exploration on what you need, not what everyone else needs. And it can be really hard to separate that because so often we're so conditioned. We're so used to it. We're, we're givers. We're in service to others. Like, you know, it's naturally what we want to do. We want to serve everyone else. But we don't recognize that if we are not at our optimum performance, if we don't get what we need, eventually we can serve nobody. And that's the bottom line. And so we have to begin to separate from the people around us to get really clear about what we need to be balanced. And, you know, I think that will make a huge difference.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, that clarification. And like we said, it changes, you know, for me in 2020, this year has been, I've been looking at my energy levels and my need for balance through a little bit of a different lens. Like it's different for me and what I want this year than last year. And, you know, just being able to make that assessment um, from time to time to be like, what, what do I really need and how has it changed? So, you know, I love being an entrepreneur, but this year I want to be more balanced in the creative part, the the writing and the downloads of, you know, creative ideas I get, and not so much of the output, which was, you know, recent years, there's been a lot of my executing and output on that creativity. And this year, for me, balance means really making more sacred space for the being in the creativity, like kind of that, like you said, just uh, earlier, you know, creating those like throwing in those little, forget what the word I'm looking for, but just the, to germinate, you know, to something to root in. And so for me this year, that's what balance is going to look a little more like that type of space I'm creating, more of that open creative space, right? So everybody, yeah, we all have to kind of assess like where we are and what we need.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's really, I, I think, you know, that's a good reminder for me as well. I mean, balance is kind of my theme for this year as well. I feel like I've had a lot of like pushing and and oh and one of the other things I thought was really good is uh, one of the reference points I have for balance is like nature because if you look at it in terms of even like say our breathing right we breathe in and we breathe out we can't breathe out all the time or we would die we can't breathe in all the time because yeah. we can't hold that much space right we have to have the ebb and the flow and you can see that in nature as well right everything like moves and ebbs and flows you, you know you have the tide and the ocean and you know we have summer and spring and fall in winter and like there there's cycles and there's movement and there's ebb and flow that is natural it's not natural to stay in one frame or one perspective or one uh, state of mind or one thing in our lives like it's important that there's a balance it's important that there's an ebb and flow and so a lot of time I don't think of my like balance as being equal I think of balance as being the ebb and the flow so I need time for work and productivity but I need time for rest and I need time for introspection and I need time for connection I need you know I need to balance all of those sort of in and out and ebb and flows in order to be more whole and so you know it's just a different way to frame it. And so, you know, if anything, I hope you all will just take from this podcast a different way to look at balance, and a, maybe a more grounded way to find it for yourself. Because the first step is obviously you having a reference point for what balance even means to you, and then determining what you're missing in your life to achieve that balance. And start small, like one thing at a time. If you need an overhaul, do it. But if you just need some baby steps, do that as well. And some hopefully these are some like little practical pieces and strategies that will help you start to move toward. More balance in your day-to-day life.
1: Yes. And I want to underline what you just said about nature because that's another like simple place to start. If you don't know if you're out of balance or imbalance or you're feeling that disconnection, just go into nature because it does have a way. It is something that kind of is that touchstone for us. You know, we walk out into expansive spaces near water or near trees, and you can kind of feel, you start to go, oh gosh, like I'm I'm breathing really fast right now and I don't need to, or I'm holding my breath or, you know, you start to notice your rhythms because you're in that environment. And in this day and time, we are spending all of our time in man-made environments with man-made technology. And we humans love to make things that just are on all the time. We don't follow (laughs) the rhythm of nature. So Go out into nature-made spaces and leave those human-made spaces behind a little bit more often if you want to find
0: that that guidance. Yeah, I think that's a great perspective. All right. Well, on that note, I think we'll wrap up with our topic of balance. So thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next week. Are you looking for a supportive community of women business owners? come join us in our free Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. We have honest conversations about how to grow your service business, conduct live Q&As, and support each other as we navigate the world of being a woman in business. You can find us at facebook.com backslash groups backslash women in the business arena.